0: Back in World Cup coffee and tea at Northwest 18th and Gleason for another OMN Coffee Shop Conversation mini episode. With me today is Wayne Harrell, who wrote the book of the musical theater production of Just This One, based on the life of the late Paul DeLay, the beloved blues man from Portland. The music and lyrics are all Big Pauls. Performing are Portland Blues stars Lisa Mann, LaRonda Steele, and Ben Rice, among others. You can see it Saturday and Sunday, June 27th and 28th, at Michelle's Piano Company. We miss Paul DeLay. I don't think we should ever lose sight of the legacy of his greatness. Let's meet Wayne Harrell. Welcome to the cupping room. Thank you, Tom. World Cup Coffee and Tea, our home for coffee shop conversations. Right here at eighteenth and Northwest Eighteenth in Gleason. And you know, you know where you are, but some of these people may have never heard one of these before. I don't know how that's possible, but it is very it is possible. It is possible. Thanks for coming. Tell me about the Paul DeLay Show. Oh, sure. And why and how and, and everything else. Yeah, it's a long story. Started back in 2000. That's <laughs> fine.
1: <laughs> uh, I grew up in Portland, born and raised here, and, mm-hmm. um, and I was a big Paul DeLay fan back yep. in the day. Um, for a while, I had a job as a creative director for an events company, and uh-huh. so I got to recommend bands every once in a while. Uh-huh. And there were twice where I said, "You know, you need a blues band at this event, uh-huh. and I know just the one. You should hire the Paul Delay band." Yeah. <clears throat> and what what, of, what era Paul Delay band was that? This was this was the prime prime Paul Delay band uh-huh. it, in my eyes, anyway. You know, uh-huh. with with Peter on guitar uh-huh. and John John Mazzocco bass. Yeah. Um, drummers came and came and went. I, I was never they quite exploded. sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Dan Fincher. Uh-huh. On sax, of course. Lewis, uh, yeah, oh well, yeah, and then Lewis, yeah. always Lewis. Yeah, Lewis on yeah. organ, uh-huh. and um, and one of them, one of my favorite. It was a gig for Intel, and they were like cutting off this division, 300 people. They just decided this was oh, not geez. our this was not our our work anymore. So all these great people, we need to let them go. And so we put together, we called it Blue Friday, and it was like a blues, it was a blues, blues goodbye party for him. Oh, geez. And the, the band came, and Linda Hornbuckle and Janice also came and performed. Oh, my God. And um, Paul let a few people come up on stage and sing with them, and, uh, and they just had this kind of big blues cry party that Paul
0: hosted for them. was great. it was a
1: great way to send off these people who yeah. did good work, but, you know, the corporate world said, sorry.
0: Oh, oh man. <laughs>
1: So anyway, and part of that, Peter gave me a whole stack of CDs to listen to. And so uh-huh. I just started listening to all the music. Yeah. And, um, and I listened to the songs. And there was one song in particular, um, If She Is, uh-huh. which is where, where you know, it's, it's a song about an old girlfriend's called him back up again and wants to get together again. Uh-huh. And he's trying to decide <laughs> whether he should actually go see her or not. He knows it's, it's bad. He shouldn't go. Right. But he's arguing with himself, like, oh, I got to go see her. Got to. And he's, he's, it's this whole conversation back and forth. And then... And then I'm listening, and then he and he's saying the one line. It's like she's Lucy holding the football. I'm poor old Charlie Brown. It's hard to figure out what's going down. And when I heard that, even now when I describe it, like yeah, yeah. the hair on the back of my neck stood up. That's and, great. And yeah. as a writer myself, and you know, I just thought this would be a great musical. I mean, uh-huh. there's so much. Yeah. You know, these lyrics are so rich. Uh huh. And. Um, and so right then, that was kind of like, I would love to write a musical about Paul, you know, somehow use Paul's music and create a musical and create a show that helps people understand the depth uh-huh. of what these words are. I know musically, you know, as a, as a stylist, as a, as a blues writer, uh-huh. you know, he, he kind of, he's, he's hugely innovative and does all kinds of things. Nobody
0: but- else ever wrote, Can't We Just Kill Your Husband? Yes.
1: Can we shoot your husband? <laughs> shoot your husband.
0: <laughs> That's song number two
1: in the show. I Is love that, right? that song. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, and so so my goal was just to try to find a way to tell enough of Paul's story so Mm -hmm. that when you heard these lyrics, you could understand how fabulous they are. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Wow. So it is. It's it's
1: musical theater. It is. It's musical theater. It's actually when you come to the show, the show itself is a gig. And it's um, Uh and it's and it's not the Paul Delay story. So I'm not telling it's not based on Paul's life, Uh but it's based on his music. And because he embedded his life so much into his music, it can't help but be about Paul. Yeah. And so you'll recognize all kinds of things. But our hero is actually a guy named Mo Dupree. Uh-huh. And Mo is, coincidentally, he's on his way to jail, unfortunately. Oh, boy. He's going to jail. This is his last gig yeah. before jail, and he just wants to sing all his songs one more time with his band. Uh. And then he's surprised when three different women show up, and they're looking <laughs> to say, hey, you know, Mo, while you're gone, who's going to be singing with your band? <laughs> and so all of a sudden he has to deal with that and all the temptations they bring. And um, after. Who, who plays Mo? Mo is gonna be played by Ben Rice. Uh huh. So um yeah. kind of a you know young guy, great guitar singer, yeah. guitar player and yeah. singer. And um and so Ben will be playing Mo. uh uh-huh. And then the three women that come in are um Saida Wright. She's oh, boy. a the beautiful singer, a fabulous singer.
0: I I had her in here and she sang, she sat just where you are and sang. Just, just sang. Yeah. We're just talking and all of a sudden she burst into the song. It was amazing. She is, yeah. yeah. Prince knew what he was doing when yeah. he asked her to come sing really. with him.
1: And who else? Uh, and then Lisa Mann. All right. Also, she's not playing bass. She's just coming in as a beautiful singer. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, she was excited about that. She said, oh, good, I don't have to work on the bass. You know, this <laughs> national award-winning <laughs> bass player. No and she just comes in to be this beautiful she comes in as this beautiful famous singer that turns Moe's head like wow you uh. you like my music uh. to me i was kinda, I, i'm seeing like storm large you know if, yeah. if i could have storm large yeah. join the show that's that's the role but lisa uh-huh. lisa knocks it out of the park she's really she's an sure. amazing singer and then yeah. and then there's a third woman and that's uh, Misty Moe's ex mm-hmm. so kind of the one like in the song he's trying to decide whether to go back and see her or not and then she's played by Loranda Steele oh, all right and loranda is so good
0: she's she's happening she, she is, is. She is she's everywhere now last year she just kind of boom yeah
1: she's, she's everywhere we, yeah. we did a show a year ago at the alberta rose uh-huh. and the the people at the alberta rose said oh la Ronda, yeah this is kind of like her home she's here yeah. five <laughs> nights out of the week <laughs> uh, uh, so that's our show and then we got dave fleshner is the music director who will be on keyboard yeah. carlton jackson on drums and then most importantly, Hank Shreve is coming up from Eugene. Hank, Hank Shreve. A, an amazing harmonica player. I remember when
0: he was little. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Now he's a, he's a full grown man he now. He's a full
0: grown man. <laughs> yes, indeed.
1: <laughs> yeah. A long time ago But I was talking to Peter Damon, Paul's manager and guitar player, and I was like, Peter, you know, I, who would you, harmonica, can anybody play harmonica anywhere yeah. close to right. what Paul did? And Peter goes, well, you know, there's this kid in Eugene, yeah. Hank Shreve, yeah. you should give yeah. him a call. And so Hank's been involved from the very beginning. Like the very first time I called him, he said, yes, I'll, I'll do it. Wow. And we've we've actually had. Boy, some, those are pretty big shoes to fill. Yeah. 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 know. Yeah, yeah. And he, um, Lisa, Lisa wanted to change the key on one song because it was just a little too high for him. And it has this really sophisticated harmonica, diatonic, harmonica solo all yeah. the way throughout that Hank knows now. Uh-huh. And he was like, no, <laughs> don't change the key on me. So
0: <laughs> well, did you or didn't you?
1: No, we, uh, Lisa, Lisa, Lisa bucked up, and she, she suffered through it. So we, we gave Hank the benefit on that one. Was, you're right, it's such a sophisticated harmonica solo. Uh-huh, uh-huh.
0: So that's, that's the band. That's, that's the cast.
1: That's the cast. That's the band, yeah. Everybody talks, and so the story just kind of happens in between the songs. Uh-huh. And so the you know, Mo's up there, he's singing a song and then the waitress comes up and they talk a little bit and then he says, Hey, could we you know he's he's charmed by this waitress and but she's married and he sings, Hey, can we just shoot your husband? <laughs> Who's the waitress? The waitress is Saida. Oh <laughs> Saida <laughs> Yeah, and then she'll come back later and she sings, you know, baby, what went wrong? This big power ballad that just breaks everybody's heart. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And um, LaRonda, LaRonda, sings. Oh, she sings several. She gets to sing $14. No, Lisa sings $14 in the bank. Ah, and um trying to show off her blues chops this this popular singer trying to show off her blues yeah, chops, yeah. when um at our re- last rehearsal, when LaRonda realized that she wasn't going to get to sing that when she like threw this fit and Lisa jumped up and danced in her face, and all that, it was hilarious Because <laughs> they they all wanted to sing yeah. St Paul's most famous song, 14 dollars right, in right. the
0: bank, yeah. <laughs>
1: So you wrote this. I did, so I wrote, I wrote the book and the, the lyrics. I just spent a lot of time with Paul's music trying to figure out what am I going to do with all these songs. Then yeah, I figured out a story and, um, and so that kind of shows the structure of it and then I wrote the, the dialogue that goes in between. Over how long a period? Um, it probably took, I started, I did, like in 2010, I had the idea, I met with the band and the family, and I got the rights, yeah. got their permission to do this, and also the publisher, so I yeah. had to pursue that too. <clears throat> and, then, um, and then it took about, took about a year to get the script together, uh-huh. and then we did, a, we did a concert performance at the Melody Ballroom in 2012, which yeah. Janice Scroggins played in that, mm-hmm. and Chad Rupp and Marilyn Keller mm-hmm. joined us too, and LaRonda and Hank, mm-hmm. they were in that. And then I kind of kind of sat for a while, and then I got together again last year. We did another concert mm-hmm. with um, at the Alberta, and we brought in Sugar Ray Rayford.
0: Oh, yeah, it Sugar Ray. It was amazing, and now he's Sugar off Ray. in Europe. He's uh, untouchable now. Every time I see Sugar Ray, we talk about hats. <laughs> <laughs> he is a hat man. He's a dashing haberdasher. Yeah, I know. We, we both buy our hats at the, at the same, uh, same place in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: yeah, he gets around. <laughs> yeah. And it was he it was, it was a blast to have him. Uh-huh. Um, and then we, did, we also got to sing at Peter invited us to sing at the Waterfront Blues Festival. Mm-hmm. So we did a main stage this last summer. And Andy Stokes mm-hmm. was our lead man on that. Can't beat that. No, nope, with the same women. Now Andy's off touring with a, his new album. Yep. And so we got Ben stepping in now. huh. And, um, and my goal, and we're just doing this for a few times. we got three shows, January 27th and 28th at Michelle's Pianos, part uh-huh. of the Fertile Ground Festival. But I'm hoping that you know, a local theater company We'll say, oh, Wayne, this is, Yeah.
0: let us help you with this. Hey, talk about the Fertile Ground Festival.
1: Yeah, the Fertile Ground Festival is, been, is probably in its eighth or ninth year. It's mm-hmm. a citywide festival of new theater. It goes for 11 days. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you go to fertilegroundpdx.org, you mm-hmm. can read all about it. Um, and it's where anybody has something new, you can just do it. And mm-hmm. what Fertile Ground provides is the marketing and kind of a ticketing, ticketing um, option to go mm-hmm. see all these things. And so... During those 11 days, I think it's January 18th through the 28th, there would be like 100 shows going on throughout the city, and um, and we're just part of that. And so they help publishing our show. And if you want to buy a fertile ground pass, which is 50 uh-huh. bucks, uh-huh. I think, uh-huh. then you can um, you buy that pass and then you sign up for as many shows as you can go see. And um, and if you do sign up for the pass, make sure to. Credit Wink Productions, that's my company, okay. and then I'll get a little kickback for that, right. and that's helpful. All right, so
0: are you, are you part of the festival?
1: Um, yeah, yes. Yeah, our show is part of the festival. Your show, okay. Yeah, and I've been, the, we did, we, the the concert we did a year ago with Sugar Ray, that yeah. was also part of the festival. Ah. And I've had some other plays produced through the festival, too. uh-huh.
0: uh-huh. You're you usually writing plays?
1: Yeah, I am. I well, that's my that's my passion. My day job is I help with corporate communication, so I help I write speeches and yeah. presentations. That's yeah. you know because there's no money writing plays. <laughs> Bro.
0: No, of course not. <laughs> no, there's not.
1: <laughs> Speaking of money, I have to thank RAC, to the Regional Arts and Culture Council. They oh, yeah. just gave us they just gave us a grant to help put on this concert. So big thanks to RAC, and thanks for your tax dollars that support RAC.
0: <laughs> Every time, you know, I, I've had my share of of uh, corporate writing mm-hmm. gigs. And I've reading this book right now by Nick Totius, who was one of the original five rock critics with uh, Robert Criscow and Lester Bangs and guys like that. And it's, a, it's about a guy who had been the chief speechwriter for Tiberius, the Emperor of Rome. And then he got fired and they put him in charge of, of uh, Judea. And he became, he found this guy and he became a, a speechwriter for Jesus. It's the, fu- it's, it's, of course, it's Nick Tocque, so it's dark, very, very dark, but it's very, very funny. And anybody who has ever had a gig doing that, just, you gotta love it. You gotta love it. <laughs> yeah, I have a lot of corporate writing stories, but. <laughs> right,
1: yeah. I'll do that another, but, another time.
0: You're, you're, you're still in the game. I am. I am not still in
1: that game, uh, so no. I can say anything. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like, I realize it's kind of like being a jester. And, and uh-huh. I've played—I've played a jester in another in some other theatrical things. Yeah, and it's kind of like you have to be able to talk to the king right. and tell him the truth without getting your head chopped off. <laughs> exactly. And I've—I've I've seen the sword drawn—sword
0: drawn a couple times, but I've I never... been there. I've mm-hmm. been there. I, I worked for an ad agency that made screaming car commercials once. I did. And I'm not ashamed. Yeah, no, I am ashamed to admit it. No. Oh, well. <laughs> so. Um, you're going to try to get this, that for, for this show to have another life. Yeah, I would love it.
1: Um, you know, if you can get another theater company interested, or it's also, it's an easily tourable show. You know, it's just yeah. it's it's just a gig. It's another gig for the musicians. And so, mm-hmm. so hopefully we can find maybe some venues, you know, go to Bend or go to Salem, go to Seattle, mm-hmm, too. Mm-hmm. I also was talking with... Um, Paul had a lot of fans in Seattle. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah. I was talking with Mark Dufresne, too, to see mm-hmm. if Mark wanted to come and yeah. sing with us, too, and he wasn't able to do it. But he said, oh, you should bring this to, you know, bring this to Seattle. Bring it to, to Highway 99 or yeah. to the, um, yeah. there's another place too, the Something Door. I forgot he told me. But anyway, I don't know, yeah. Yeah, def- and that's where, in Seattle, you know, that's where um, that's where Paul's, Paul's true love came from too, Megan. Yeah. Megan, which is a, just a great love story too. Yeah. Was, yeah. I got to spend time with Megan and hear their story. And, that's great. Yeah. That's great. That's yeah. great.
0: Um, how well did you know
1: Paul? I met him a couple times. Yeah. I just said hi to him, shook his hand. He would have called me Bubba. Right. I just would have been a Bubba to him. Yes. Which yeah. people, you know, Paul had a hard time with names. And so Correct. Everyone, dudes were Bubbas and women were
0: sissies. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I, did, I did a bunch of stories on him. I don't, I don't know if he ever called me my, by my real name. <laughs> that was, I
1: was, when I was talking with Megan, she said that um, they, they met at a bar. He was singing there and they said hi and he came and talked. And then he, they came back next week and he remembered her name. Whoa. The next week. And so her sister said, do you realize what just happened? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, we sure miss him. Mm-hmm. We do. do. I play him on the radio a lot. And of course, he just had that album released of that yeah. concert in. Notodden, live at Notodden. Finland, is it Finland? Um, I, Norway, Norway. I think it's Norway. I think, Norway. think it's Norway, yeah. yeah. It's hard to tell them apart.
1: Yes. Um, <laughs> it's a great gig, and it has it has a lot of those songs, the exact same ones that we'll be playing too. Is that so, right? Yeah, we yeah. can't do them as well as the band. Back when the very first time we did this, I was hoping that I could, you know, that Peter and John and Lewis would come together and yeah. and Dan and they'd play all the music again, and they just looked at me like, uh, oh no, but dude, that that train has passed. Paul, you know, yeah. got us so worked so tight that um, you know that just that that day is gone. And um, yeah. And yeah. so I'm so glad like this live and no talking came out. Cause you yeah. Didn't hear that. yeah. I,
0: I, don't, I don't care if they had Charlie muscle White. if he wasn't there and those guys were playing, it wouldn't be, wouldn't be right. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. It's, it's been, it's been a challenge, you know, kind of recreating his music. I was actually talking with John Mazzocco after this. And the first couple of times we did this and I said, do you guys want to play? And he's like, no Wayne, you know, that's that, that time's gone. You just need to find some new kids and bring them together and start all over again. And uh-huh. it was, it was really wise wise of him to say that because what yeah. they did was so tight and so you know, it's just such amazing music i love listening to that to that i've been listening to this music like every day almost for eight <laughs> years now and i'm not tired of it i yeah. don't love it yeah i yeah. just love yeah. listening to the yeah. band listening to yeah. paul how they play back and forth
0: it's really nice that uh that that uh, uh you're gonna have lisa man without the bass because she's so athletic and to not have not be encumbered by the base. it's going to be just fabulous to watch i as you i'm sure you know yeah we've got a couple dance 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 scenes so really
1: yeah lisa will be out there shaking and loranda and saida too wow that's great with Ben, yeah that's
0: great well listen best of luck with this and i appreciate you coming in uh this is one of our mini episodes and we try to do as many of those as we can to to cover individual events so thanks for coming in thank you tom i got 14 in the
2: bank right. 100 worth of unpaid bills I got 14